So welcome everybody. Today what we are going to do is we are going to talk about esports at UNCW and talk about how we started, talk about where we are today. We're going to start at the beginning and we are going to go through everything that we have done over the last year, a big reflection with members of our esports club, really the core group of people who have helped put it together. My name is Ray Pastor. I am a professor of esports and instructional technology at UNCW and I I've been in I've been gaming since the Magnavox Odyssey and Atari 2600 through today. I'll let the rest of these guys introduce themselves quickly. Um hello, my name is Ashley Cribb and I'm the president of the esports club uh, at UNC Wilmington. I'm graduate student of the instructional technology um, curriculum, and I am also um, a admin specialist for uh, the food service maintenance department at UNC Wilmington as well. Um, Welcome, Ashley. Thank you. Cool. Emmanuel. Um, hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Emmanuel Mitchum. I am also a UNCW employee and also a, a graduate student. Um, I work formally in the Office of Community Engagement and Applied Learning as a marketing and communication specialist. Um, in the club, I'm the vice president, and I'm just happy to be here. Awesome. Thank you, Emmanuel. All right. Um, my name is Eden Bennett. I am a current junior at UNCW. Uh, I'm currently majoring in history and hoping to become a professor myself one day. But my roles in the club is that I am the secretary and undergraduate representative. And tell us about your little history of gaming, because it's very impressive, Eden. Don't hide oh, that. Oh, man. <laughs> um, so I used, I've been playing World of Warcraft for a very, very, very long time. And I, at some point, uh, ranked up the PvP ladders to be in the top 0.2% for North America. Super impressive. And I love that goal to be a professor when I read that this semester. That's that's <laughs> an awesome goal. Yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to take forever. It's going to be a long road, but I'll it, get there eventually. It does take forever. Yes, <laughs> I can attest to that. OK, guys, so let's start from the very beginning. So we all were at UNCW. All of us were there and there just was nothing to do with esports or gaming. I mean, literally there was zero community. It was maybe you knew a few people, but there was nothing. So we came up with this idea. I basically the way we originally came up with the idea is I thought there's gotta be a cool community. I sent an email to Ashley and Emmanuel and I said, would you guys ever be interested in an esports club? What happened at and that we point? Said, we said, uh, yes. Let's go. <laughs> and then what did we have to do? We had to fill out a we had a, we had a we went to the school's website and we had to fill out a bunch of paperwork. Is that the way it went out? Yeah, well, there's a form that you have yeah. to do for um, doing a club to start a club. So we had actually had to fill the form out, and um, you know, then I submitted it to both Ray and Dr. Pastor and to um, Emmanuel, and to uh, take a look at it, see what's going on. Uh, and then you have a formal um, provisionary period that you have to go through, and um, which basically means you had to have like five people join. Oh yeah, we could barely get those five people. We had problems doing that, right? Where you could like barely get the five signatures. We had classmates, and we had um, uh, of the MIT graduate program. So we had about two or three people from the MIT graduate program that says here sign this <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's how we got our uh, that's how we got uh, enough people to go ahead and say that this is a provisionary uh, club 
And that was spring of 19, right? So spring of 19, we yeah. did this. Like towards the end, we were officially approved by like early that summer, maybe is how right. it worked out. In the summer. And that summer is when Eden sent us an email and said, hey, I see that you uh, you guys started an esports club. What's going on? Like, I'm totally on board with that. How do I join? What do I need to do? I said, welcome. You're like the first person that's contacted us. We need tons right. of help. <laughs> Yep. You're like, thank you, Lord. <laughs> I was like, guys, someone emailed us. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. She, she loved and She's number two, you know. Oh, yeah, that's right. You did mention your World of Workouts. Yeah, oh, my God. You know, she's like a pro. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like, there are people at UNCW that like this stuff. I knew it. I barely even remembered how I joined. It just felt like I was just there immediately. And then the funny part, too, was the fact that in the background, I'm I'm like, okay, who's this Eden? Uh, who's this Eden? And I actually uh, checked her on Facebook, did everything, you know, then invited her over to our uh, our closed Facebook group, and you know, um, as far as the that kind of stuff. So it was kind of funny how mm -hmm. we would go in, and you know, I I checked her out and stuff. She and doesn't notice, of course. She at that doesn't. point, we didn't know. know. We didn't, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we didn't have a Discord or anything at that point. So we, no. got, so that was it. I mean, that was our summer. Literally, we had like one or two other people helping us out at the time. We went through summer. That was it. We started the school year and. We kind of, we were talking on email, just via email, and we came up with this idea to have a meeting together. We had a meeting. Eden, we I don't think- We had to have one. Yeah, we had to have a meeting. So we had a meeting. Mm -hmm. I, Eden, I don't think you were at this. I think it was literally mm -hmm. me, Ashley, Emmanuel, and one other student. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and we came up with this idea to have a tournament. We knew no, we had no clue what we were talking <laughs> yeah. about. But we, we, you know, we had each been to some tournaments and Emmanuel had competed in Smash, right? Right. So that's a funny story, too. I, um, I, I've, I've played in some tournaments in the past and I've, um, in a collegiate environment, I'm, I had never played in a tournament, but the um, Upperman African-American Cultural Center was sponsoring a Smash Brothers tournament. I love that game so much. And so I just said, you know what, let me just try my luck with this. And I ended up winning that. And um, <laughs> so I kind of we used that as kind of like a key marketing piece for the um, for the first rounds of the club. But it's it was really cool. Yeah, we like used your picture. We were like, someone has won something esports club. We've had a winner. You had like a nice little trophy from Smash Brothers. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, and it was cool. So we basically ironically no. We're like a smash hub. <laughs> like yes. is literally a smash hub. Yep. So we didn't know that at the time. That was like us guessing, basically. We decided to just have this tournament. We had no idea what we were doing, but I think Emmanuel probably created our Emmanuel creates these beautiful graphic art stuff he's like absolutely amazing he creates our flyers for us by the way they are amazing. so he definitely created our flyer for that tournament and <laughs> i don't know how we had anyone i i don't know i think we were at leading up to the tournament we thought maybe we just picked a random time and day we had no clue what we were doing and uh we were hoping that we'd have maybe like 10 to 20 people show up right and then we had our first tournament. We came in that night. I don't think we were, we didn't know what was going on. We didn't really have a formal tournament tournament organizer or anything. We kind of, we got really lucky and it all worked out. So what happened that night? What was the first tournament like? It, it was, uh, for lack of better words, like just 
just breathtaking. There were so many people. When did we have like over a hundred? There was a hundred, hundred twenty, hundred thirty people total. Man. People were bringing their own monitors, their own yes. controllers. Like we barely, like we funded funded it obviously, but like everybody wanted to just come together so like perfectly. And it was um, it was raining that night, and people still came. Mm-hmm. We had we had a line out the door to start the tournament. Like I couldn't believe it. You know, we got there yeah. early to set up. And there were a few people. So fortunately for us, there was a, as we already mentioned, Emmanuel mentioned, there was a, or Eden mentioned, there was a Smash community already in Wilmington. Somehow they saw our tournament and joined up with us during the tournament. So it was almost like a partnership. And that basically helped us make the tournament because they took over for tournament organizer. They took over some of the roles that we didn't necessarily have to fill. And they helped us out a lot. But yeah, we had like a hundred, we had... 70 to 80 competitors and then maybe 120 130 people there faculty staff came students our kids came like i brought one of my kids some mm-hmm. other faculty did but that tournament was insane um uh, i'll tell you how insane it was we couldn't finish the tournament because it, it was over um was it 11 o'clock or, or oh yeah we had to be out of the room by 11 <laughs> we had to be out of the room by 11 we couldn't finish it we didn't so basically, they finished it at, at their dorm. I think either the Patrick or something. They, they took yeah. everything at Patrick's <laughs> dorm, uh, 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 apartment, and they finished it there. And so because they couldn't finish it, and I was like, "Well, you know, you could come to my shop, or you, you know, the shop on campus, or we, you know, we we were trying to figure out uh, what we could do." And then, um, and then of course, you know, so that was that was the funny part was the fact that we. We did it so long. It took so long to do it that it um, we had to actually postpone it or, or you know, just do it. Yeah, we end. didn't realize it was going to be that long whatsoever. Right. We started at 6 p.m. Like now yeah. we start our tournaments at like noon, 1 p.m. Yeah, 4.30 is like a late one. Yes, like we, yeah. you know, it's much different. But so we had some prizes for the tournament i believe we we asked around campus and we got some prizes is that yes. and i asked a yes. restaurant i got like a gift card and we had some right and i think you no know, students maybe donated some stuff it was basically like donations but we got some donations around campus. yeah we like got some free the bookstore t-shirts and uh bookstore and airmark um donated some items so you know we we, we had a pretty good um prize package for everybody for that for that initial tournament okay so we have this first tournament it turns out to be this huge success that we had no idea it would i mean we were hope all secretly hoping it would be obviously but we didn't think it'd be as big as it was you know we were thinking 20 people would have been success and it was 100 more people than that so after this tournament everything gets crazy we all of a sudden have an esports club right we have we're having meetings and there's like 20 to sometimes 25 30 people showing up at our meetings yeah right people want to be involved and all of a sudden we are we get over our heads pretty quick we have growing pains right mm-hmm. so yes yes so what are some of the things that we experienced as soon right what are some of the good and bad things we experienced right after that first tournament when all of a sudden so think like fall semester last year mm-hmm. October timeframe. We're getting ready for a second and third tournament. What are some things that we were we were doing? 
I noticed at first, like, we were really, really excited to hold tur- more and more tournaments at a faster pace. So we were, like, planning tournaments months ahead, like, not even knowing, like, what the weather was going to be. Yes. Like, if a hurricane was going to come through or, like, I don't know, a snor- snowstorm was going to come through. So, like, we were really, really in over our heads. We just kind of <laughs> wanted to feel the joy of holding a, turn- a successful tournament again, I think. Yes. So we, we had this second tournament, and our second tournament was, like – about a third the size of the first one. We oh, had, yeah. I think we had, now we might've had 40 competitors, yeah. maybe 50, 40. 40, 50, 45, something like that. So mm-hmm. we, it wasn't like a bad small tournament, but it wasn't like the first tournament and we couldn't figure out why. And then we had a third tournament and it was about the same, same as that. It was like 40 to 50 people. So we were trying to figure out why what what was going on why do you guys think those two tournaments were not as successful as our first one a lot of it is um communication with other uh, resources so we were partnering with um wilmington smash the first one yeah on the first one and then we we were actually letting them run the smash tournaments because they they knew more about how to run smash tournaments Mm -hmm. so we we were like okay well you guys can do this, and then we'll advertise, and then, you know, because we really didn't know how to do it and everything, so we were just like, okay, well, these people do it all the time. They love doing it. Let's let's partner with them, and then let them uh, run them, and then we can handle everything else. So we handle, like, uh, getting the room, um, you know, advertisement, all this stuff, and then the, when the tournament happens, then they just, they TO it, and then they hand away everything and then of course we get we have the prizes right so that we definitely cool. we definitely started relying on the the friday night smash group a lot instead of trying to focus on our own resources which i think was a downfall for a bit yeah right it, um consequently too like smashes is such an easy tournament game to set up um so that was also i mean like our first few tournaments were smash brothers um so I mean, it, it worked out in the end, but yeah. Yeah. And, and that was, you know, Ashley mentioned scheduling the room, getting, figuring mm-hmm. out where we were, where could we hold tournaments that was big enough and could accommodate us and had the technology we needed was not mm-hmm. easy. We literally had students go to every building on campus to find rooms that were available, rooms that fit and met our criteria and rooms we could actually get. Cause some rooms they were trying to charge us like all this money. And we were trying to do this for free cause we didn't have any money. And, and that was another thing. That second and third tournament, we charged admission. And that first yeah. the tournament, we did not. So I think that right. that was part of that. And that first tournament was a Friday night. The next two were like in the daytime on Saturdays or Sundays, which maybe was not as popular. I think there were yeah. just a number of reasons that they just weren't as good. But then, so we realized we were just doing too much. We were burnt out at the end of the fall semester. I mean, I was burnt out. I felt like mm-hmm. you guys were burnt out. I, Definitely. I looked at everybody's well, faces and everyone was, we were like, we just did too much. We had three tournaments in about three months. And then we did all kinds of little things in between. We had like a game day, game night thing. We were just doing too much. And each tournament was like weeks of work. It was advertising, talking about it, planning, figuring things out. And then the tournament itself and then cleaning up the tournament. And it was a lot of stuff. So we get to the point um, where we decide to have a first tournament in January. 
And this tournament turns out to be a success. Another big one. Actually an awesome, it was way, it was by far our best tournament. Size-wise, the way it ran, everything about it was a hundred times better. What did we do right this time? Um, I believe that was the one in EB162, right? Yes. Yeah, that space is just well, really conducive to a nice tournament setup for that size. We I had mean, a big um, room. Nice room, isn't, yep. this, isn't this a tournament where we paired up with other clubs as yep. well? Yeah, yeah. We yeah, did that. We, that was a definite plus because we had, like, Overwatch players, League players, uh, D&D players. Mm-hmm. Like, it just brought everybody from all reaches of campus to could just kind of come together and have a fun time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a high school too, right? Yeah, um, we had a, we had a hi- bunch of high school students come. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we had some high school kids come and compete and do some other things there. So basically, what we did is we invited a bunch of other groups to team up with us. Like we were just teaming up with Friday Night Smash originally, and then we continued that relationship. We still are continuing that relationship with them, but we brought on other people who also had a similar interest. Whether it was the tabletop club. They came to that tournament. And then what we also did is we brought our own teams. So in addition to having a tournament, we had like a couple tables where people were playing League of Legends, Overwatch. People brought their own systems. So if you weren't interested in Smash Brothers, you still had something fun to do at the tournament. Somebody brought their entire PC setup. Yes. That's how dedicated they were. (laughs) Somebody brought their entire PC setup to that tournament. Yes, that did happen. Mm -hmm. And he's on our Overwatch team, so he's he yeah. was dedicated. But it, yes, he brought his entire PC setup. I was amazed. <laughs> we set him up on the stream too. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. So his we, setup is pretty heavy, so that was pretty funny. Yeah. So we did set up uh, that, all that on. We had in that room, which I'm going to show some pictures flying through here, so people can see. But if they're listening, they won't be able to see him just if they're watching. But. Uh, yeah, we had two big monitors in that room. Just an overall good setup. And I believe we did charge for the Smash Brothers tournament again. Yes. But everything else was free. So it allowed everyone mm-hmm. to come and participate and just be there if they wanted to be. I love that space that, they, that we have, that we had the opportunity because, you know, like it, we, we had ways that we could incorporate other things besides just the tournament itself. Yeah. So that was kind of a nice, nice um, venue, and and the way we did the tournament, I think, was awesome. And at this time, we were starting to communicate with other, with the community in general. Like you guys said, a high school. We were starting to communicate with all the high schools and tell them to come. We were talking to, we still are talking to a professional team that's local to us. We talked to them. They helped advertise and help our tournament as well. So we were really trying to get involved and expand beyond just UNCW at that time, which I think is why everything was going so well. So then, so we were doing a bunch of good stuff. We were going to have another, we decided to have, what was it? Two big tournaments a semester, right? That would give us time to just focus on those, have these two big tournaments and boom, coronavirus hits. So we have this awesome, successful tournament in January. We're planning an April tournament. We Not only were we planning an April tournament, we had a bunch of stuff lined up. Like we were going to be at some conferences and just doing some other things. We were invited to the Cape Fear Museum. And everything gets canceled. But we don't cancel, do we? We still have a tournament in April. Right. So what did we do? Um, so how that did- online tournament was uh, a very... Uh, 
it was a, a learning experience, let's put it that way. Yes. So we had an online tournament in April, fully online with Smash Brothers. And we did a, a small Halo tournament as well. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. Battle at the beach. Yep. So Battle at the beach. what did we learn during the online tournament? What were some issues we ran into during that online tournament? Communication. That was... Yeah like hands down the biggest problem was communication there were so many questions being asked in the discord people didn't know where to go to access the tournaments yeah. it was just lack just lack of communication between everybody was our was our problem lack yeah. of communication i think the one thing i had pro a problem with because i my kids were competing was how do you like how do you get like meet up with the other person and like how do you we were using smash gg for our brackets but like how do i get a code to like meet up with the person i'm supposed to play against and how do i know when i'm supposed to and how do right. i use all of that stuff i didn't know how to do it and i think a lot of other people who were new to it didn't know either right and i think we realized like we needed some kind of tutorial to yeah. do yeah it was just like those things that we took for granted in like a face-to-face -face environment. Yes. Like when mm -hmm. you waited online, <laughs> it became more difficult. And we couldn't stream the tournament because there was no broadcast feature. So it was just people were playing and they enter in their stuff in the bracket. So you could see the bracket, but you couldn't really see games. There was nowhere to see it. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, the, 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 we had a prize pool. So then I then I had to actually go in and take all the money and then divvy out all the money for to the people who won the different type tournaments and uh, that's when we learned about this some of the shortcomings of uh, the Smash GG um, uh, bracket system the platform because we had to use your personal like PayPal or whatever we used for yeah PayPal and Venmo I used both of them at the same time. So we had to deal with that. That was a big issue. Having charging any money for the tournament was a significant problem. Right. So we did that. We had this tournament. We also did a small Halo bracket for that tournament, um, which was kind of fun. And during this time, we were still we like we we had started our Discord server in the fall semester, but that was growing. So we were working on this Discord server. I was doing working on a curriculum piece that the university had requested you guys were all being pulled into meetings all the time different meetings for different reasons based on whoever wanted to meet with us because the university was kind of going crazy over esports um they wanted more some people wanted more and some people were against it um so it was kind of a, a crazy time and then boom, coronavirus hit and we were out, but we did continue. We were the, one of the only things to continue. But once coronavirus, it's something we didn't talk about at all as our teams. So during yes. these tournaments, we had been trying during the spring semester around this first and third tournament, we decided to start up some teams. So what did we start up? Overwatch, League of Legends and Rocket League? Yes. yes. That's right. And what, yeah. how did our teams do first? So basically what we tried to get them to practice each one. So basically it was a group of students that would we were told to try to meet up once a week and we tried to compete a little bit. 
Right. I can talk about what yeah. the league team did. I don't know about the Overwatch and Rocket League. Well, I was uh, I was kind of trying to help out with the Overwatch team at the time. Now, I'm not an Overwatch professional at all. So, honestly, I didn't really know what I was doing. But, like, somebody <laughs> somebody really had to step up and be like, all right, so this is when we're meeting and this is when we're going to try to practice. Yeah. And I also tried to be on the team myself because we just didn't have enough players. Yeah. That, that was another problem. Like, we had a lot of people come to the tournaments, but actual interest in, like, teams – what we were definitely struggling on, except for League somehow. Except yes. for League. So for League of Legends, <laughs> we had almost three teams. But the way, so I was in charge of the League team, and the way we divided it up is basically by rank and position. And uh, we really had two teams and like some alternates. And the alternates, it wasn't that they were bad players or not interested. It's just that they were maybe playing other games, and they said, hey, I can fill in if someone's sick or whatever. So we did compete in two League of Legends tournaments. Um, our first tournament, we got, we both teams got absolutely smashed. <laughs> Just destroyed. <laughs> we were competing in some, I believe it was Star League. We got absolutely mm -hmm. smashed. They just lost. They each played two games and each game was short and quick and they got destroyed. <laughs> and I think they felt kind of defeated. But I explained to them, yeah. hey, this, you guys, they had only been practicing like two weeks and they entered a tournament. I mean, what did they Yeah, do? a lot of these schools have been practicing for months on end and like have coherent coaches, yes. teams. We're just thrown together in our dorms. Yes, exactly. It's like I told them, I was like, it's like you guys going and trying to play against like UNC basketball, like a, yep. a pickup team trying to play against UNC. Like it's not happening. Um, right. But we entered in a second tournament and we actually beat a few schools. We, they, they didn't place or anything, but they, they beat some schools and before they got eliminated. So they didn't do as bad. Rocket League did good, right? Yeah. Rocket League did amazing. We have um, some really good players in Rocket League when they played in a tournament and they, what is it they they almost qualified and then this is a national turn this is a national tournament with other universities and they almost qualified which is like the top uh 12 maybe i don't remember but you know so we which were like cool. which is which is awesome so we were like um yeah they were winning they were, games like left and right and then they got yeah. and they were beating university university teams yes so, they were beating yeah. varsity I mean, that, teams that was the awesome thing about it it definitely proved to us that like we have the capabilities of winning these tournaments. Yes. And so, um, I th and and the funny thing too is, and what we're learning now is like summers and stuff. So we're we're actually going through the summer now, and then we're like, okay, well, you know, you guys are have fun, do whatever, you know, try to practice. So our our thing that we're trying to our next challenge is now we're trying to gear back up from from summers. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about our summer. So what happened to UNCW Esports Club? So first of all, our curriculum was approved. So we now have an official UNCW Esports certificate, which is one of the literally out of like 20 in the nation. I mean, we're one of the first, definitely the first in North Carolina and one of the very few in the East Coast, which is pretty cool. So that happened. But what happened with the club over the summer? Uh, over the summer, we kind of just like... Um dwindled apart if that makes sense like we were all doing our own thing like people have kids jobs like visiting family at so first. we just kind of yeah it's just like at first we were definitely like dwindling, dwindling apart but by the end of the summer we were really like just picking up the pace immensely 
Yeah, because we were we were pretty much like not dead, but we were all like it was coronavirus, it was summer, mm-hmm. it was all that stuff, and that's great. Like we all needed the break. I needed a mental break. We all did. I wasn't pulling up Discord every day. I was like, I need a break from this. But come like mm-hmm. what was it, mid July probably? Maybe mm-hmm. that's when like the freshmen got accepted or something. Yeah, that's when people were, like, accepting their college applications and, like, putting in their deposits. <laughs> yes. All of a sudden, the Discord server started blowing up. Yep. What, um, I mean, from my perspective, too, I, I check the Discord every now and again, but that activity really ramped up a lot. And I, I wonder what attributed to that. Uh, was it you, Eden? <laughs> um, I don't really recall. <laughs> I think Ashley actually got started yeah. getting some people. So... <laughs> What I usually, what I used to do, or what I, what I was doing was, I'd go over through like Twitter, and then we would go Instagram, and then uh, mm-hmm. Reddit, and so I would actually start posting um, on there, you know, hey, for the, these are for teams, or you know, and trying to uh, get new people. Of course, we want to, you know, we have uh, our social media uh, accounts, so it's right. like just trying to go in, uh, communicate, uh, go in, and you know, uh, try to tell our message or, you know, because the thing of it is uh, people were moving in uh, during the summers. And so they would actually look around, you know, get, get into um, your local scenes or, you know, the local thing. Cause they're, you know, they're coming to the fall. So a lot of mm-hmm. them would actually go in and um, check those spaces within, you know, to find out where's the best place to, to move or, you know, where do you want to go get groceries or, or where do you, can you go get groceries? So, a lot of it is, you know, they, they try to go in that area where they're going to, if they're going to uh, transfer or start school here. So that was our thing was too, is one of the, one of the challenges you find is, that, okay, you've got 17,000 students and you've got 1,800 uh, or 2,000 employees and, and all this kind of stuff, but how do you reach those people? So that's, mm-hmm. that's the challenge is just trying to figure out how you actually communicate to those and, and try to find those people, A, that love games, and then B, would, you know, like to be competitive at it. So, you know, that's our challenge. That's the biggest challenge. So we once we got these people, all of a sudden our Discord server was super active. And these people were not just communicating on it. They wanted to do stuff. And they were, like, ready to go. They wanted to form teams. They wanted to, they wanted to do stuff. So we formed a Valorant team. And then we, we held elections because we had all, we needed, we had all these people who wanted to do stuff. So we created a bunch of positions like what, like streamer and communications and all kinds of different officers. And we now have like 10 officers. I mean, we, we held elections in the summer because we had that many people. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely nice to have like a whole like group to help out with this. So all of us aren't taking like multiple things at once again. It like prevents a lot less burnout. Yes. And that's been my goal for myself and you three is to say we can't do it all. So we have to let other people do stuff and they want to help out. And, it, you know, I can't be in charge of 20 different things. I can be in charge of three things and someone else is in charge of three. You know, we divide it all out. So I've been trying to, you know, we've all been trying to give tasks to other people. And I think it will help us. So now we're at this point where. Okay, so we we get all these new people. And I forgot to say, you know, in the spring we started, we had a logo 
We created a logo. We have t-shirts. We started selling more t-shirts. We started creating masks in the summer and doing some things for a fundraiser. And we also partnered with Azalea Fest, which is a big festival in North Carolina, to have a Minecraft tournament, which is going on right now. It's like a create a, a float for a parade and submit a picture of it. Um, and then we are planning our first online tournament. So what kind of, what are we, how's the fall semester going? We just started our semester last week. So how is this year different from last year, the startup? Well, we definitely have to adjust to being completely online. Like we can't hold our big tournaments anymore because yes. that's such a risk for everybody. So we're definitely going to get a lot more experience being online. So in case this ever happens again, we know what to do immediately. Yeah. Like we're good at it. We can just easy. Definitely. And it's definitely going to make a, honestly, like as cheesy as this is, it's going to make a lot more friendships. Like this club is going to bring so many people together this year. Like mm -hmm. times are hard right now. Like Corona is stressful, but like having people that you can play like video games with and just like get along with without having to worry about like social distancing, it's going to be really reassuring to some people. Yeah. And I wonder if that's one of the reasons why our discord server is, has been so active is everyone's just inside and it's, the easiest mm -hmm. way to communicate all the time. Well, one of the things, one of the things I wanted to do was um, create like an activities direct uh, coordinator so that we can have, uh, uh, one of the things I've been doing is doing research on other discord or other gaming or uh, um, esports communities from like the other, other universities. So uh, UNC Asheville, I think it's UNC Asheville. Well, one of them, they have like discord nights. I'm like, yeah, that would be really cool to, you know, to have, you know, like a night where people would, you know, when they would actually game together or, you know, do activities or play games together. And so <clears throat> that was, that was a goal. And that was the reason why we wanted to, one of the reasons why we wanted to create the more officers so that we could have somebody just dedicated to certain things, you know, mm -hmm. tournament organization, uh, activities, um, you know, uh, social media, you know, and, and all these things. Um, and so that was the thing is, okay, we've got all this stuff now. Now we have kind of like an organization. So now we have to actually, uh, you know, have actual roles. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and I will say that um, we're now implemented for the fall. Um, you know, we have movie nights mm -hmm. and then we have actually game nights. I mean, we had a game night, I think it was last night, they, yeah, they had something last night. Yeah, they had last night. Um, they were they were playing Fall Guys. Yeah, they were. Fall Guys. Yeah, Fall Guys mm -hmm. and uh, Among Us or something like that. There's another game that, that they were. That, oh, Among Us. Yeah. Among <laughs> Us. Among Us. And so, but the interesting part about it is, is that Among Us and Fall Guys are actually online games that you can that you can actually team up or you can actually. Um, you know, uh, look for parties and stuff and actually play together. So that's an interesting part of it too, is that we, we're actually trying to find games that are actually, they are games that we can actually play together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, and I wanted to stress too, is the fact that I think what we're, we actually are doing is actually creating a community now, you know, where, where mm -hmm. people can come together and, uh, they, they are actually interested in, um, know how you're doing good morning uh, uh that was a thing this morning was you know people were saying good morning or whichever you know, how's going we we've actually added more channels um you know based on interest so it's evolving um mm -hmm. a lot 
Yeah, what's really nice is that, like, when I came into UNCW as a freshman, the esports club didn't exist, obviously. We had a few clubs on the side, like, we had the tabletop gaming and this, just those kinds of clubs, but I didn't really resonate with them. So, in a way, it kind of felt like I was in a college that really didn't, like, match me. Yeah. Like, it matched my major, it matched everything that I wanted to do, but, like, in the current time, I didn't really have anything to, like add myself to yeah. so the creation of this club like probably not only affected me but everybody else that was here who are just like overall just really geeky and nerds like it's really amazing i like to consider us cool and not geek. we're we're the cool we're cool <laughs> well, no we are, we are definitely we're definitely, i don't even know why you're trying to correct me there yes uh, you're right i could like tell you some really nerdy stuff that you don't want <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, we're just we're talking about computer specs. Yes, we are talking about computer specs, and it's like an, a cool topic. So, yeah. right. but um, yeah, I mean, I think we all felt like that. Like, I felt like that as a professor. That like, well, why isn't there like this cool gaming community here that I can be a part of as a faculty member and play? Like, I I play these games, so I love I play them with people all over the world. It'd be cool to have like a community here to do that with. You know, I mean, I think that's for all of us, kind of how we felt. It's definitely going to draw more people to UNCW as well. Like, if we were just known as, like, this beachy, like, surfing kind of school beforehand. But now we have this whole other possibility that we yeah. can delve into. And who knows where it can go. So that's yeah. the next part is what 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 is, like, our plan? Like, where do we see this going? Like, what are our, what do we see this going this year and, like, beyond? Yeah, there's definitely some recruitment potential there. I mean, I guess I hadn't thought about it in large, long term, but I mean, it's you have international reach with some of these games, and I mean, we're, we're better to recruit than like Overwatch yeah. or yeah. Yeah, my I I'm just a big dreamer person, but I like in the future, like I really hope that one day like our teams can have like an actual spot on, like in UNCW's budget to like travel mm -hmm. for housing and just those kinds of things and scholarships too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It would a scholarship to play video games would be such a dream for like I swear fifty percent of our population. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's my I would love I like my goal for us is to have an arena, have varsity teams, and with that comes all the things you just mentioned the the scholarships, mm -hmm. the money, the t-shirts well we have t-shirts but they get like backpacks whatever it is yeah, that comes mean, with it you know, well, all transportation the, is all my the, biggest one like a nice bus to ride on a, a bus to go to big tournaments mm -hmm. that we compete and stuff yeah i mean i think and i i think we're gonna get it i think mm -hmm. we're gonna get it. and it might be this year like for next fall like it might happen like it there's like i think there's a good chance it could happen i'm really hopeful obviously i don't want to be down yeah. about it and say we're not going to get it but i think we can get it even with coronavirus happening and budget freezes and all that stuff yeah the amount of people playing video games because of coronavirus is going to go up tenfold yeah that's all we can do like close range sports are out it's like kind of out of the picture right now but video games they're definitely mm -hmm. in yeah so i guess the long-term goal is figuring out how we actually reach all this community that we're that's there mm -hmm. How do we bring them out where we can actually, hey, there is a community for you or, you know, try to make it from a, you know, you, you have like a niche instead of a niche to make it more of like, okay, this is mainstream. This is not just a niche thing anymore. You know, it's kind of mm -hmm. like the old terms, you know, like nerd and geek and all this kind of stuff. And then you're, oh, you're a gamer. But, you know, 
it's like, like, you know, I, I talked to Dr. Pasteur and say, hey, you know, go out to other professors and see if there's a peop, the that game too. Mm-hmm. Bring them in, you know, bring them in. So, you know, there's a lot of directions that we can go towards, you know, trying to bring the whole community together. And what, what cool, how cool would it be where, you know, you have professors or faculty members and you have, uh, you know, students actually playing together. Yeah. And then bringing, bringing everybody together, you know, so that's my thing is, is that we can actually create a bridge and, or, and also create a community um, mm-hmm. that can grow. And games do that. It's it's one of the things I love about video games is I can play. I, I play League of Legends is my game, and I can play League of Legends with a 10-year-old or a 70-year-old, and we all are going to talk about League of Legends and all have, like, the same mindset, and we can all communicate and bond together. I'm a, I love, I'm a big surfer, and it's the, the surfing's the exact same way. Like, I can surf with a 10-year-old or a 70-year-old, and... We can enjoy the surf together. It's it's just like that, and I love that about video games. It's that mm-hmm. sense of community. It, it's everybody. It closes the generational gaps in a way. Yes. Generational, gender, any gaps that there are, disabilities, gaming closes can close all of those gaps and bring us mm-hmm. all together, and really we can compete together, learn together, play together. There's nothing stopping us. You know, even people with like severe uh, disabilities are able to join and play video games just as well or if not better than everyone else. They have just as much opportunity mm-hmm. there. And that's just like amazing to see people rise up and like, you know, without a second thought, be a part of the community and be a star. Exactly. There's no limits as to who you can or want to be in yeah. the gaming community. And that's what's awesome about it. All right, guys. Anything else and to add? One more thing. And one more thing is one of our pillars, you know, because you have your foundations. One of the foundations is uh, we want to stress diversity. So one of the things that we've also wanted to stress is the fact that it doesn't matter, you know, who you are. Um, you, as long as you love games and you are, you know, love streaming or love, um, you know, uh, uh, esports, then you you have somewhere where you can come and go and and yeah. um, you know be with everybody. So that so that's our whole thing is is basically you know you it doesn't matter it doesn't really matter where you the, the background you came from or who you are or you know because I mean how how diverse I mean you look at what we the group that we have right now that we're talking you know mm-hmm. it's like okay you've got <laughs> almost forty nine year old president that. You know, then uh, we have, uh, you know, uh, you know, other people and everything, and so it's like, how unique or how how diverse can you get? You know, as far as trying to, and everybody likes each other. Like, you know, everybody can go in and communicate and then talk and enjoy each other. So that's another thing too is the, to to think about is the fact that you know we have this community that where is very diverse and, and unique as far as we you know as long as you love games. You know, that's all, that's all we care about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As long as you stay respectful about it, like, yes, you're welcome. Yeah. Mm. We have a great group for sure. All right, guys. We said a lot. Um, we, 
I think we did a good job of really reflecting on our year and just talking about the pitfalls and think some of the things we learned and things we're improving upon and kind of where we're going for next year. So maybe we'll do this again next year at this time mm-hmm. and we'll be like, hey, we're, we're sitting in our arena and... <laughs> would... Oh man, don't give me hopeful, man. <laughs> These are our, this is our, you know, professional studio that we're filming from yeah. and we have a, someone filming this and all that kind of stuff. But uh, thank you guys for uh, taking thank the you. time today and uh, it was a good discussion Mm -hmm, definitely